a podcast from the Arkansas Baptist State Convention. Welcome back to The Grind, a church planning podcast featuring practical tips, missional strategies, and personal stories to bring you insights and encouragement. Coming to you fresh from Little Rock, here's your hosts, Dave McClung and Neil Scoggins. Welcome back to The Grind, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We are live at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention. It's kind of cool being live. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. That's really weird. People are staring at us, Neil. Yeah, there you, there yeah, you no. go. Somebody just dropped their lemonade looking at us. That's I, right. I got to tell you, it's a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Jared Elliott is staring at us in very weird ways. Yeah, that, so uh, that guy's a creepy pastor. Then, <laughs> he must be a church planner. That's right. Now he's leaving. We've offended him. I'm sorry, Jared. We didn't mean to offend you. And so, uh, hey, we're excited to be here. This is our first time to do a live podcast stage at the ABSC annual That's meeting. That's kind of cool. And so, uh, so we got a whole bunch of folks milling around here as you hear yeah. crowd noise in the background, which is really cool. Yeah, it is. And it is. Uh, yeah. so... Uh, uh, well, there's John Gathright. Hey, buddy. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. People are coming in here making faces at you. I know it. I know <laughs> it. Yeah. I, who knows what they do when they're listening to the podcast then? <laughs> yeah, it yeah. kind of gives us an idea. They're making faces at me because they're scared of you. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> right. That guy will cut you. <laughs> and, uh, no, no, it's called shanking. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, he'll shank you. He'll shank you. He, he's fashioned his toothbrush into a shiv. <laughs> and, and so uh, got it right. with him as all ti- at all times. That's so, right. Uh-uh. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, we're excited we, we've taken a little bit of a break from the podcast just uh trying to kind of catch our breath a little bit and, and set up some new guests and so we knew we had this coming up and so we've got three uh really great guests this week that yeah. we're going to be interviewing yeah the first one the first lab rat the first uh one who's being punished uh today <laughs> joining neil and i uh, on the podcast is the one and only dustin clegg church planter pastor of the bridge church in win so welcome dustin it's good to be here, Neil and Dave. Thank y'all for having me. I think I think yeah, it's yeah, good to yeah. be here. Oh, you, you yeah, still don't know yeah, yet. You should say thank you yet. You should probably right. say say I forgive you. And, yeah, uh, that's yeah. At the know, end, that's what you're going to say. Forget Christians. So uh, we're going to have to right. we're going to work on that. So so uh, you're going to love listening to Dustin talk. You think I've got an accent? Wait till you hear this old boy speak. And so, there you go, uh, <laughs> Dustin. Do you like country music? I really don't. Wow. But, uh, well, hallelujah. You know, I'm, you just offended Neil. He used you to be did. a country radio DJ. I was a country DJ. radio DJ. I heard that. Yeah. 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 I am, I'm, I am country. I mean, Are you? I'm, I'm country as a cornbread wedding cake. But, I mean, <laughs> um, I don't really like country. Now, I like the old country. Like, I like really old Johnny Cash, but the new country, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No bro country for you, huh? No. no. Country as a cornbread wedding Wedding cake. cake. Yeah. Hey, write that one down, folks. You're going to want to remember that one. That's tweetable right there. Yeah, it sure is. That sure is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're excited to have Dustin on, and he's doing some really cool stuff. Uh, He and his partner in crime, who's taking our picture right now, uh, wearing a, a lovely salmon-colored bridge shirt, Kirk salmon. Owens. Yeah, or salmon, if yeah. you want to. Yeah, well, in the hood, it's salmon. Win too. <laughs> and so, uh, so Dustin, kind of kick us off and, and talk about your journey into ministry, kind of including leading up or leading up to and including planting the Bridge Church, and then really kind of unpack your vision for how that came about and how God kind of called you to plant that church and win. Yeah. Um, so my church planning journey started a really long time ago. I, I tell people I'm really a farmer. I mean, I, I grew up farming, and I farmed my whole life until I was about 
30 years old. And um, How old are you now? I'm 36. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Man, yeah. I thought you were 31. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an old guy. 12. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, um, yeah. So I was, I was farming and really felt a call to ministry, um, probably 28, 29 years old, and I, I thought it was church planning. Mm-hmm. But at that point in time, I had no idea what that meant, what that looked like for somebody like me. And uh, went and talked to my pastor, and we, we did a few things together, um, read a few books together about church planting. And um, he helped me out a lot. That, that pastor was Matt Pearson, and then Don Pusick came to Win Baptist yeah. uh, as the pastor. And as soon as he was hired, I went to him and I said, Brother Don, man, I, I feel like God's calling me to ministry. And... And he said, okay, well, let's, let's talk about that. And um, we sat down and talked about it, and he allowed me to be the student pastor there for a while and pick up some tools in my, in my tool belt. But uh, then I kept feeling this call to church planting. Didn't really know why. Didn't really know what it looked like. And I went to Spokane, Washington on a mission trip, and I, I ministered with uh, Zach Minton, who's mm-hmm. a homeboy. He's, yep. he's from... Harrisburg, Four City, several different places, yep. mm-hmm. and uh, he's in Spokane right now, and that was my first like hands-on work with a church plant. That's cool. And I saw people that were far from the Lord uh, coming to Him, and in all their brokenness, and I was like, "This is this is who the Lord's called me to be." Yeah. Um, and um, went back and, and shared that with Brother Don. Um, that that this I knew this is who the Lord had called me to be, but I was still in this battle about, you know, I know the Lord's called me to, to plant a church, and, and I thought that was in Spokane, and I told Beth about it, my wife. I was like, you know, I think the Lord's calling us to Spokane to help plant churches, and she was like, no, he's not. And uh, so we... Uh, Wives do that. Beth has spoken. That's yeah. right. We, we compromised, and we stayed and went. You know? and, uh, so... Um, um, so I got this call in my life where I know the Lord is calling me to plant churches, but I also know he's calling me to stay and win. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know what that looked I felt like those two were, were fighting one another. You know, I, I can't do both. Yeah. And uh, then Brad Branham, who's a good friend of mine, came and did a D-NOW for me. And uh, he said, man, have you, have you ever thought about planting a church in win? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> man, you know that. That makes a lot of sense. So that, that was like really the first time where where the Lord said, you know, this this isn't a fighting calling. This is this is, I'm telling you to do both. Yeah. Uh, but I'm hard headed, and it took him a lot of work to get to get me there. Um, but after that, the Lord just really started pouring into me what I uh, what He wanted the bridge to be. And, and I saw some. He, he showed me some problems in our community, some things that that do not uh, look like heaven. Yeah. And uh, he started revealing those things to me, giving me clarity on them. And, and uh, he started telling me, you know, I don't want this church to look like uh, every other church. I want to yeah. give you a specific calling. This is what I want you to do. And really started clarifying that in me. And even down to the name, The Bridge, um, we, that, that's serious to us. You know, the bridge is never a, des- a bridge is never a destination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't go to the Memphis Bridge. 
and stop. stop. That's right. <laughs> you, you get you, run over. Yeah. That's yeah. if you do yeah. that. Yeah. Right. If you do, you stop for a yeah. really long time. Yeah, right, but, um, right. Um, <laughs> if, if, if you go to Memphis, you use the Mem- the Memphis Bridge as an instrument to get to Memphis. And that's, that's good. That's what we feel like we are as the Bridge Church. We're not we're not a destination for people. Uh, we're an instrument to help them get to the destination, which yeah. is Jesus. That's and, uh, cool. Just want to remove things off the path. Want to want to take whatever is keeping them from Jesus and set it aside. That's that's what we feel like our role is. Yeah, as, yeah. as the Bridge Church. Awesome. Yeah. You talked about uh, you know coming in and connecting with people that uh, you said the area didn't necessarily look like heaven. Uh, what do you have some specific things that you've done to kind of cross racial lines, cultural lines, social economic lines? What are some specific things that you guys have done at the Bridge Church and Wayne? Even with where your church is sitting, yeah, is um, important. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah, we're in a we're in a rented space downtown, um, which is neutral ground. Um, yeah, it's it's not you know we do we have a set of railroad tracks that divide our town. It's it's a normal delta thing. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's not a good thing. And, uh, so even the placement of our, of our congregation where we meet on Sundays is downtown, which is right in the middle of both. Uh, one, one thing that I would say about, um, crossing the racial line is if you don't make it a value, if you don't say we're going to do this, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's, I, it may happen in other places, but not the Delta. If yes. you if you don't say we're going to be about this, we're going to make this a big thing to us, uh, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a general thing. Some specific things is we've we've just tried to build relationships and and make people family. Um, yeah. We've we don't we don't see them as the as the missionary. We see ourselves as the missionary. We're gonna we're gonna go to where people are and. Uh, build that trust it's it's a difficult thing yeah you know it's it's taken a long time for us to uh, mess our relationships up and and we're not gonna we're not gonna fix them tomorrow yeah Yeah. it's it's gonna be a long-term deal and uh, one thing that that i see that we've had to fight is is a lot of times churches will go to a lower socioeconomic place and do a thing, do a ministry thing, and then it's a year before those people see yep. you again. Yeah. Yep. yep. And uh, they that that kind of hurts the trust factor. Yeah, it does. Um, they they think, well, they're gonna do this thing for three or four days and and they'll see us again next year and come back and give away some things and do it again and then we'll see them the next year and we we uh, we've had to fight that. We yeah. we wanna we wanna be a church that's in there with them every day. Yeah. Somehow. So um, we're not perfect at it. We've taken a posture of learning. We got a lot to learn. Uh, but but those are probably the the best things that we know right now that, that are. Let me piggyback out that on a little bit. Your pace. It seems like from the beginning of when you first started, your pace has been very intentional, very deliberate. How do people uh, keep up or maintain your pace as they assimilate into the bridge? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of time with church plants, people said, hey, we got to get here. We got to be there. Because you are so, even in your the way you talk, man, you're deliberate, you're intentional. Do you find people that have come along, that want to be a part of the church plant, that want to go faster than what you wanted? How do you maintain the pace well, and not 
go too fast or not go too slow. Have you have you met Dustin? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind He's kind of like, got one speed. That's hey. it, man. Yeah, you know. Hey, if I, if I throw these things off my head and take off running, y'all better run, too. Something bad. There's happening. zombies somewhere. Something there you go. They're coming out of the, the uh, vents or something. I am slow-paced, but I also believe in a type of leadership that's, that's kind of like a rubber band. Like, you you know, you stretch the rubber band too too tight and it breaks. Yeah. You kind of want to bring one end along and then bring bring everybody else along with yeah, you. That's good. Um, there's a lot of things I want to do. I've got I've got big dreams. Yeah. Um, but uh, when when people are coming from serious serious brokenness, you you need them to take some steps. Yeah. yeah. Bef- before you jump off the side of a cliff with them, you know. So. Uh, um, that's is, does that helpful? Is that, did that yeah, answer your question? Yeah, yeah, Kinda, that, maybe yeah. Maybe not. Well, no, no, no. It, it, well, it, you know, the rubber band thing got me because, yeah, like yeah. you said, you know, you stretch and then you wait, and then then they're ready to go to the next step. Yeah. And I think, man, I'm telling you, a lot of church planters could learn from that deliberate, intentional. Yeah. You know, we do it in theory. Yeah. But we don't necessarily do it like you're doing. Yeah. In, in application. Yeah. I, I tell you, you know, I've been reading a lot here lately. Dallas Willard, Richard Foster, some of these more Eugene Peterson, you know, guys that you know value Sabbath and rest yeah. and pace and things like that. And you know, Dallas Willard, it was said of him often that he relentlessly pursued being unhurried. And uh, wow. I've just loved that statement about him. And, you know, and what I've seen out of you guys that, that is, I thought has been brilliant and amazing is you, you spend time with people, you know, from, you know, Sherry at the diner, you know, just in there day in, day out, building relationships, being present with people. Yeah. You can't be present with people and be hurried That's as right. well. That's right. And so that doesn't mean you're not moving intentionally and not moving deliberately, but but there there is a relational pace to ministry, and sometimes we outpace the relationships uh, rather than being present in yeah. them. And yeah. so you know, one of the things that we value is is margin, and it's the wow. it's the biggest struggle for our people. Sure, they, they and it, it's hard to communicate sometimes too. But um, our other values are loving the fatherless. Um, pursuing diversity, you know, yeah. connecting with the uninitiated. And if you're really going to have a realistic chance at loving fatherless kids, <laughs> pursuing diversity, Man. connecting with people that are that are disconnected and building that relationship with them, you can't be at the church place all the time. Right. Yeah, that's right. right. Because they're not there. That's right. right. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's a value that we've had to say, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna value time off so that we have opportunity built into life to connect with people. Yeah, that's um, good. so it's a big deal to us. Margin margin is a big deal to us. It's yeah. a commitment for me and Kirk to our people. We're not gonna have you at the place all the time. Yeah, we want you out there building relationships with people um, all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, and that is a great challenge for for any church. You know, you know, we seem like we just feel like we have to fill our time with stuff. Uh, rather than people, and uh, and so you know, what are some other challenges you guys have faced? Because you're you're really, I mean, the bridge is you know not just about kind of a theological thing of you know we're 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 not a destination you know we're taking you to somebody, but but it's also bridging a 
you know, a cultural gap, a racial gap, and, you know, the location of the church, you know, sitting right there at the tracks, you know, says something to the community that we're, we're going to be here because uh, we want both sides to come together. So what, what are some of the biggest challenges you guys have faced, you know, maybe just general in planting or, or in that specifically? Well, I mean, there's we're, we're faced with a lot of challenges, but I, I can't tell you that they're not really, really good challenges. Um, I, I would be lying to you if I was like, oh, poor pitiful me. It's The Lord has blessed us. Yeah. I mean, everything that Kirk and I have prayed for, the Lord has answered. It's, yeah. It's been wow. absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, we, when you... When you see the Lord rescue people from really, really broken places, they they come with baggage. Yeah, and um, that's a challenge sometimes. Sure, it's just is just helping them take steps in their walk with the Lord, but also being truthful with them and saying, "You got to get rid of this right now." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There, there's those things in our world where the Lord can remove them with time. And then there's some things that got to go today yes. yeah. when, when he saves us. Yeah. You know? um, so, so navigating that's a challenge. Um, you know, when the diversity thing is, a, we, we think it's a gospel issue. I believe with my whole heart, diversity is a gospel issue, mm-hmm. but it is a super challenging issue. Yeah. Um, we, we have so much to learn there. It's, it's crazy. And, um, so that's hard. That that's a big challenge for us. But it, we're going to fight it. Uh, we're going to we're going to we're going we're in it for the long haul. Yeah. Right now, space is an issue for us. You know, we're in a rented space downtown, and that's a good challenge. Uh, the Lord is, yeah. he's he's uh, been really good to us. People have been coming, and and we don't know what our next step is with space. We're getting those questions from our people. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, yeah. And there how you to go. answer that. Is, <laughs> What's next? Yeah. What's next? Yeah, there you go. How to answer that's kind of a challenge, but uh, man, he he's just answered every prayer we've had. You know, uh, one of our challenges early on was we needed more home groups to. We our our Sunday mornings had outgrown our home groups, and we had a challenge of not having enough home groups to meet the need of the number of people we had, and we had five at that point. And we started praying for the Lord to give us 11 by the end of October. And and by the end by the beginning of October we had 13. Oh wow! wow. And, there you go. and we're fixing to commission our 14th one this Sunday. Yeah. So I mean, he, he's the Lord's just answered every prayer we've had. Every, every challenge has just been. It's just been met by the Lord. That's awesome. cool. Uh, other than that story, can you think of like a story that, that you would tell from now until eternity that you're like, man, this this changed our lives or we'll never we'll never forget that. Tell us some stories that celebration that stories. Yeah, celebration yeah. stuff, man. We've got we got a lot of those. Those have been fun. Um, just a couple weeks ago, we had this girl. We have connect cards on Sunday morning. This this young lady. Um, text. We were texting her saying thank you for for coming to our gathering, and and she texted Kirk back and she said I'm I'm ready to give my life to Jesus. Wow. And so we were like we we might can help you with that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you need to make an appointment. You, you know, but, uh, um, but we got to. so yeah. um, we, that Tuesday we set up a time at lunchtime for her to come visit with us about um, following Jesus. And at the same time one of our core team members and home group leaders was meeting with another lady at Don Jose's, the, the one of the six Mexican restaurants in Wynn. You know? And uh, she's, she's having lunch with this lady at Don Jose. And uh, 
while we're sharing the gospel with one of them, the, the home group leader is texting us saying she's sharing the gospel at Don Jose with, with another girl. Man. And they both trusted Jesus at lunch that wow. day. And then the the one that shared their faith at Don Jose, she or, or trusted Jesus at Don Jose, she goes home and tells her family that uh, she's given her life to Jesus. And her daughter says, Mom, I've been needing to do that a long time. Wow. So they take her to another home group leader's house, and they share the gospel with her, and she trusts the Lord too. Man. And uh, so on that Tuesday, three people trusted right the there. Lord, yeah. and they were led by three different people to Christ. Yeah. Wow. And man, that was that was a big day for us. Yeah. I, I didn't know what was better that three people had trusted the Lord, or that three of our people, three different people, had led led them to Him. Cause yeah. You know, that's a big deal. Yeah. We, we need that's our amazing. people in the yeah. fight with us. I love it when you ask somebody for a celebration story and they say, well, let me tell you what happened Tuesday. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do I sound like that? No, I okay. just, that's, yeah. that's my, you know. No, just, you're deeper than that. Yeah. <laughs> that's the voice inside my head. And, okay. Uh, okay. Sometimes it comes out my mouth. <laughs> and, uh, I got you. And so, uh, but I, I love it when you don't have to go beyond a week or so, yeah. you know, yeah. to tell yeah. a great story. And, uh, 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 Just a few weeks ago, we uh, we saw Kirk's wife went to a lady's house and shared the gospel with her, and she trusted the Lord. And uh, we we were baptizing her, and this this family came that that she works for. They they have a big sweet potato farm in Wynn, and um, Carly baptized her. Uh, Kirk's wife baptized her. We believe if you if you lead them to Christ, you baptize them. Yeah. We, we're passionate about that. I think it's part of the Great Commission for all people. Uh, to, to be baptizing too if they follow Jesus but anyways um, this guy was here observing that and uh, I went to Miss Sherry's diner a couple days later and, and I met him at the diner and he said uh, man I, I need to talk to you sometime and I was like okay okay well we can set up a time for me to talk to you and I went to pay for my stuff at Miss Sherry's diner, and she said, you know, that guy said he's never seen a woman baptized before. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> this this, meeting, this meeting is not going to be a positive <laughs> right. meeting. Here we go. <laughs> so uh, finally we got to meet with the guy. Kirk and I went to meet with him, and uh, he sat down with us, and he said, man, I, I, see, I see the people here at my farm coming to the bridge, and they're coming to Jesus. He said, this, this girl that works in my office has trusted Jesus. I have some South Africans that are here. They're coming to the bridge, uh, and they're 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 starting a home group and, and loving oh, on man. each other among themselves. And, and he said, "I want you to know we fully support you, and, and we want to support you financially." Uh, and I was like, "Man, man. <laughs> yeah. I was worried about that all week. The yeah. Lord had it the whole time. He had a that he had a check cool. for us. It was really really cool." Wow. But, uh, and who knew there were South Africans in Wynn? Yeah, you know. yeah, when you said that, I'm thinking, what now? Yeah. <laughs> we, we changed the channel? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we got some uh, bridge shirts made in Afrikaans. Uh, and it, it turns out the bridge church in Afrikaans, their language is 
Die Brug Kirk. So it looks like Die Brother Kirk. <laughs> and Kirk is our. I had to clarify that one Sunday. Yeah, I mean, so y'all kill not, Kirk every Sunday. We're not <laughs> advocating yeah. murder. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, uh, we always want him to know it's an option. <laughs> if he don't do right, we got it. That's right. Him. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Kirk, man, I tell you. Kirk, they're going to take you out, man. You better, That's right. That's right. better keep that salmon shirt on so they can identify the body. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, in all his glory. In all yeah. his glory. Yes. Yeah. Well, I tell you, man, it, just, it seems like just about every week there's a new story, you know, coming out of win about what God's doing. And, and, you know, no mistake in all of this. I mean, the Lord is just stirring the waters there, you mm-hmm. know, right now. And mm-hmm. and uh, for, for whatever reason, he, you know, we, we still don't understand why. He's using Dustin and Kurt to do it, <laughs> you know, to, and they've just been faithful and obedient to walk into that. But it's been really fun to watch this thing develop and, and Lord's blessing and all that good stuff. And so just pray that just absolutely continues and all these challenges of space and pace and all that stuff that uh man he's been faithful to answer all these other prayers he'll take care of that stuff along the way as well has it happened the way that you thought because you know we have all these theories and everything has it happened the way that you like that you expected it to happen has thing have things gone the way that you everything's been a surprise to me really (laughs) i had uh I had no expectations of what it would look like, yeah. but it's it's been a um, every Sunday seems like a surprise. Um, it's, wow. it's it's been a it's been a journey. That's 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 been a surprise yeah. for real. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. So what's uh, what's one big piece of advice you would give planters who are thinking about planting? You know, sense a call to plant. You know, maybe you know, kind of one indispensable thing that you know the Lord is really impressed upon you in this journey or maybe two, you know, uh, you know, what, what might that be? I, I think having good mentors in your life is just, a, um, it's, it's, it's gotta be there. Yeah. It's, you know, people that have walked the, the road before you. I, I know that every context is different and every vision's different and it, it needs to be. I mean, we need to have different churches that are, that are on a, on a different, vision and journey than, than other churches to reach different people, you know. Yeah. Uh, but but those people that can speak those basic, solid, foundational truths into our lives is, is a, you, you got to have that. Yeah. yeah. You got to have it. And um, I'm so thankful for the people that uh, the Lord has put in my life, like Todd West. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a guy that is, he's taught me well, like he, he hasn't, he hasn't taken over, he hasn't pushed an agenda he's yeah. he's helped me connect with the spirit of god and, and help cool. me hear from him yeah better and uh, he's actually changed the way i approach discipleship you know I don't, I don't feel like i have to be the teacher anymore but i i get to connect the people i'm teaching to the teacher right let, yeah. let him speak to them you know and, um those, those those mentors are just a, a huge factor chanson's big been big for me yeah um if you're if you're if you are pursuing diversity in a church plant, you, you need people uh, that that don't look like whatever you look like to yeah. speak truth into you yeah. about about what you're stepping into. Yeah. Because you don't know. You yeah. might you might think you know, but yeah. you don't know. You don't yeah, know. That's right. Um, there are some real cultural differences and some uh, real huge traps you need to keep yourself out of and. Um, you, you need those people that are different than you speaking into you yeah. and can, can speak reality into you, not 
uh, not be offended right off the bat. Not not yeah. be uh, yeah. You know, have a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. You, you, you got to be a learner, especially if you're if you're going to pursue diversity realistically. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. I also think you know, um, pouring into young people is a big training up the next generation is a big deal too I, I think we've got to start bringing people along early you know we were just at the young leaders panel it was it was brought up about why young people are leaving the church mm-hmm. and um, I feel like sometimes the church is leaving young people yep you know what mm-hmm. I mean yeah um, yeah I, I don't think I don't I don't all the time think that young people are leaving the church but that the church is kind of stepping away from them mm-hmm. like this is what it's going to take to reach you and bring you along and we're not willing to do that yeah mm. you know what I'm saying yeah um, so so I just the I know it's it's um, maybe a hyper spiritual thing but having somebody pouring into you investing in you telling you the truth and then pouring into somebody else too is yeah is always a big deal <clears throat> yeah well you know one of the things that you know we go to summit church in north little rock and one of the things that's always been so meaningful about that church for our family is the way they've invested in my kids mm-hmm. um you know when all of them became teenagers they were given the opportunity to start serving you know in the children's ministry mission projects, things like that. And so what it built in them was an expectation that we don't just come to the church and sit, Mm -hmm. uh, that we serve. That's who we are. That's what we do. And it's not just mine and my wife's church. It's their church too. Yeah. And uh, they belong there. They serve there. They give there. They they're invested there, and so, so when when they leave mom and dad, uh, like our oldest daughter is in in Jonesboro in college right now, and her first week, she sought out a church, and we kind of helped her, you know, pick a couple, to take a look at. She sought out one, and and first week, started attending and started asking, how can I plug in? I mean, because yeah. that's just the way she's wired. Yeah. And uh, to to raise up that next generation, there have got to be opportunities where, you know, there's students can serve yeah. and, uh, yeah. and be plugged in and get experience in ministry. So, That's true. Uh, so absolutely. And you guys have done that. I know you had several interns this summer yeah. uh, that spent some time with you. And uh, yeah, we're, we're planning to, we're planning to do that every year. If possible. Yeah. yeah. Is, uh, put them in that, in a safe place where they can experience church plant. I, I wish I would have had that, you know, that safe place to explore yeah. what God's telling yeah. me to do. Yeah. You know, if, if this, if this isn't it, that's not a that's not a loss. Yeah, you know, that's a win. Sure, you yeah. figured it out. Now, You've clarified. You clarified. Know? Yeah. Um, if if it is it, you know, it's it's a safe place of learning and, and equipping. So, uh, we're planning to do that every year. Yeah, if, awesome. If possible. Awesome. Okay, so I, I'm just jumping all in with these questions because I'm excited about you. You have always been. Uh, I've always been fascinated with you. You so in control, so humble, so disciplined. So, has this process changed you in any way? And if it has, how has it? I don't know. I've always wanted to ask him that. How is this this whole process? And I know again, you're deliberate, you're intentional. You know, you, do you hunt? Do you are you a deer hunter? Yes, sir. You kill a lot of deer, don't you? <laughs> Well, I don't kill a lot of big deer. I kill a lot of whatever walks out first. Hey, you know what? You're a hunter. There I'm, you go. I'm a killer. Yeah. I'm, I'm really a, I kill a lot of does, so they call me a lady killer. Here's, here's this. I'm, 
I'm a killer. I'm a killer. Yeah. I'm a killer. <laughs> oh my goodness, my, yeah. that security guard's coming to get me. Here yeah. Why are the lights blinking? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, this this has been really really freeing for me and my personality because I, I promise you, I felt I felt like that first year or two in ministry, um, I was wondering, are you are you God? Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> that, like I am not the suit and tie, dress up pastor guy. I'm just not, I'm not. I, I have a lot of respect for those guys. Yeah. But that's not me. Uh, I am straight off the tractor. Um, you know, straight <laughs> off the straight. <laughs> I, I didn't mean for that to be funny. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm out catching I beavers, <laughs> shooting yeah. deer yeah, for well, Jesus, yeah. uh, noodling for catfish. We don't call it noodling where I'm from. You don't. That's what, weird. What do you call it? Yeah, it's we weird. call it a hogging. Hogging? Hogging. Yeah. I've not heard the hogging term. Yeah, noodling hogging noodling for- sounds like spooning. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um it's it's been really freeing for me because I I can uh, I, I feel like the Lord has said this is who I've made you to be, this is who I want you to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want you to try to be anybody else. I just want you to let me use you, as you are. And it, that's a big deal to me. Being yeah. being genuine's a big deal to me. I, I really want my kids to see the same guy on Sunday morning speaking in front of people that they see on Tuesday. Yeah. That's good. And. Yeah. Um, that has to do with what I wear, you know, what I what I sound like. This this is who I am. I can't yep. I can't do anything different and feel good about it. Yeah. And uh, so the the process has been freeing for me. Um, That's good. Really, really freeing. Where the Lord's just said, I, I want my version of you. That's that's all I want. Yeah. I don't I don't want to take away the thread that I've made you to be. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think it's helpful for for people too. You yeah. Know, um, yeah. They can bust up at the bridge gathering and look up at, at the guy talking and say, "Man, he's not any smarter than I. Am. Yeah, yeah, he's just as weird as I. Am. He talks the same way yeah. I talk, you know. Um, but it's it's been super, super good for me in, yeah. my, in my walk with the Lord. Because there are a lot of guys that you know say, "You know, I would church plant, but I don't have this. Mm-hmm. They got to yeah. have is you, mm-hmm. right? You know, and, and Jesus. I agree with and that. Jesus. That's <laughs> I agree it. With that. Yeah, and and." Uh, Gigging for uh, what is it? Hogging. Hogging. Yeah. Hogging. Yeah. Obviously, I've never been. Yeah. <laughs> me I just, either. I'm, I'm, not, either. I'm not sticking my arm in a catfish's mouth. Yeah. I, me either. To, to pull it out Dude. of a crack in the mud. No. Because uh-huh. there's other stiff stuff in the cracks in the mud that I don't want to get a hold of. Right. There I you don't go. Want anything biting me. No. No. Yeah. It's just. I don't dumb. care if it's my kid. That's I don't want my kid biting me. <laughs> That's right. Um, and and right. To, to like. Bait it with my arm? Not yeah. happening. No, uh-uh. no, no. That's what it is. Those mm. people are not right. So, so you if we have any listeners who are who noodle or hog for catfish, I'm sorry, but you people are weird. That is just, that's wild yeah. to me. Yeah. I just eat fillets. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. That's what yeah, I do. That's yeah. it. That's I'm it. A, that's good. I'm an eater. That's right. That's, that's right. I like that. That's right. All like right. That. Well, man, thanks so much for talking. We got uh, we got one more thing. This is what we do with all of our guests. These are the soul-searching, deep, 
really resonating questions that get us to the heart of who Dustin Clegg is. And so, uh, or, or, or not. Or have not. We, have we not ever been there already? No, we have not. This <laughs> no. is, this oh, is this it. digs deep, brother. Yeah, all of that other stuff is just preview to get to this point. Okay. You know, so, you. Uh, yeah. Buckle right. up, buddy. So this is what we call rapid fire. So just quick, short answers. You know, you know write a book with this okay. uh, or preach a sermon. Just okay. quick, short answers. So <laughs> top one or two books that you've read that had the most impact on you? The Shaping of Things to Come. Hey, come on. Um, He's going to hug you. I'm He's going to hug you right Alan now. By Hirsch and Michael it, Frost. It, uh, yeah, it, it rocked my world. Yep. And it, it, it started that journey that you were talking about, Neil, mm-hmm. of, of like, this is who the Lord's made you to be. Uh, don't, don't fight that. Yep. You know? Yeah. And uh, it, it changed everything about the way I thought about church. Yeah, I mean, it was, me too. Man. It was huge in my life. And then White Awake by Daniel Hill um, shaped the way I thought about um, race. And it, it, it's, a, it's a book about kind of white fragility and, and how mm. the topic of slavery and segregation has affected the white psyche. And, and I think it's something that all believers should, should wow. read. Mm. Um, because believe it or not, slavery and, and segregation has affected us yeah. as, as uh, um, Anglos as well. And uh, it, it helped me see it from a different perspective, and, and it was much needed in my life. Wow. Wow. All right. Man, that's deep. Okay. Greatest strength and greatest weakness. I, I would have to say my greatest strength is just uh, the ability to be genuine. Uh, I am who I am, and um, I'm not fighting it anymore. You know, I, I did for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. like, are you sure about this? But, um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm really comfortable with just being normal me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that seems to be helpful to people that are broken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I'm broken. <laughs> I'm broken down, you know. There you go. Um, Weakness is, uh, man, I am, I honestly. You can only uh, name one. I know there's a uh, bunch. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know where to start. I'm, uh, I'm shy. I'm yeah. shy. That's a weakness of mine. I'm, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not an out, out in front of people type guy. Yeah. And the Lord has uh, done some different things with me, but uh, he's helped me with it, but I'm, I'm still pretty weak. And I, I got, that's just the start of a big list of weaknesses. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All yeah. right. Uh, favorite pastime or hobby? I like to run nets. I don't I don't like to noodle uh, <laughs> or hog catfish, but I do like to run nets. It's something that my family's done for a really long time. It's commercial fishing, and I have, I have since been able to use that for ministry, and that's been... <laughs> A lot of fun. A lot of stories have come out of that. Uh, we caught a beaver one time. Uh, the, Lord, a beaver? the Lord used a dead beaver in a net for his kingdom. Yeah. And, uh, that was, what? It was, it was really great. Hey, so, one of the first times I met Dustin, he's telling this story about this. He catches this beaver, and this, and this guy <laughs> says, hey, what you want for that beaver? <laughs> you caught a dead beaver in a net. Yep. Well, it may and not have been dead when he caught got it, it, but it net, was dead after. Oh, yeah. dead yeah. after you got it. And that led to Jesus. Well, the guy the guy <laughs> wanted to uh, buy it, and I was like, you, you want to you wanna buy the dead beaver? <laughs> and he said, uh, he said, yeah. And I said, well, what are you, 
five dollars? He said, that sounds good, man. That's good meat. And I said, I don't know how long it's been dead. He said, it's been in cold water. Said, Bro, you don't invite me over, but you, you can have it. And, uh, we've, we've had a relationship and had some conversations about Jesus since then. So, yeah. wow. That's really cool. Yeah. That's, man, that takes that whole, you know, uh, what's the guy he'd started at the scripture where he was and led him to Jesus? That yeah. start, if you can start at a dead beaver. <laughs> And get, and to end Jesus. Up in, get to Jesus, you are the man. That's right, you're doing well. <laughs> yeah, you're doing good. Uh, favorite movie? Yep. Favorite movie? The Patriot. The Patriot okay. and Rudy. And okay. Rudy. Yeah. yeah, okay, I'm yeah. with you. I love gotcha. those two movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. all right. Favorite band or musician? I like Johnny Cash. I like Leonard Skinner. And I like... Lecrae. So I mean, My I'm kind of man. Yeah, I'm kind of there. You go. So that's about as diverse as you can get. You right can there. get more diverse than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. pursuing Johnny diversity in Lecrae. Yeah. yeah, that's a billboard you'll never see. Yeah, from I, I Confederate like flag waving <laughs> Southern rock to <laughs> urban <laughs> poet. That's right. <laughs> you know. Well, <laughs> I'd like to just ride with you. You just flip from Sirius XM to Sirius XM podcast. Oh, I, I got to a, podcast, I got a playlist that's that's everything from Johnny Cash, I Walk the Line to Elvis Christmas to yeah. Andy Minio, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's wild. Andy Minio? He is a white rapper. Oh, and, gotcha. Uh, yeah. yeah. Vanilla Ice Saved, I guess. Is yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's good. I like him. Yeah. Wow. My kids love Andy Minio, too. That's and, funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, dude, I have really enjoyed this, for yeah. real. You know, See, I've always I told kinda... you this would open you up yeah. and, and bear your soul to us with yeah. these picks. Yeah, I feel, uh, I feel really good. <laughs> I feel Do you feel good. cleansed? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. feel better or, than or I ever have. This was an unpleasant shower, experience. So. I think I'll go bathe now. <laughs> Feel the need to go catch a beaver <laughs> yeah. and lead somebody yeah. to Jesus. <laughs> go hogging for a beaver. Yeah, no. So, of all the things that have come up on our podcast, that's that's the first. That's for it, that one. dude. Yeah. That's, uh, you got me on that one. And yeah. Co- I, so Kyle Reno, who's now the lead pastor over all the summit campuses, right. he says all the time that his country is cornbread, which he is. He's from Alabama. But but you just added another layer to that. <laughs> and a country is a cornbread, cornbread wedding, wedding cake. cake. <laughs> gotta be the wedding cake. That's, that's right. Because it. it's important. That's oh, right. That's if so you funny. got a cornbread wedding cake. <laughs> You country. You redneck, buddy. That's, that's right. All there is yeah. to you yeah. might be a redneck. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, man. All right. Well, dude, thanks so much for joining us and hanging out with us in this uh, new environment for the Grind Podcast. And uh, hope you guys enjoyed the background noise and the kind of cool. We, we've enjoyed yeah. people walking by and dancing and making faces making and face. yeah. all that good stuff. So uh, I want you to notice how focused we were in this whole podcast. Yeah, we were. And uh, with all the distractions going around Indeed. with these knuckleheaded Southern it was, Baptists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Dustin, yeah. you stayed the course. That's right. And you maintain your pace. He was unflappable. That's right. He was just yeah. Undistractable. Undistractable. Is yeah. that a word? We yeah. just made it a As word. As a preacher, if you say it three times, it's a it's word. It's a word. That's, That's right. right. It's going That's in right. Webster's. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for joining us and hanging out and listening to us. And uh, uh, we'll see you next time on The Grind. Adios.
That's all for this episode of The Grind. Make sure to sign up for The Grind email newsletter for all the latest news, articles, and book recommendations by going to absc.org slash thegrindnewsletter. If you like what you hear, rate and review us, and make sure to share this episode with your friends. Until next time, keep grinding.